Welcome back to Daniel Nathan's Pop Culture Podcast, where we talk everything music, movies, and more. I'm Daniel. And I'm Nathan. And on this kind of episode, we decided to do a kind of what we're going to call like the Marvel recap. Yeah. Because we we had episodes planned for uh, Thor Love and Thunder and Miss Marvel, but because so much content has come out as of late, yeah. we thought might as well put it all together right before She-Hulk right. drops. Yeah. And then kind of just get our thoughts on, oh, cool. Um, kind of catch everybody up. On the MCU, if you haven't, right? Try to just um, do quick little mini mini reviews. So this yeah. so this will be the mini episode, like a 30, 35 minute episode. So we'll just talk for probably ten minutes about. Uh, we'll do Miss 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 Marvel, Thor: Love and Thunder, and the I Am Groot the shorts. I Am Groot shorts that just came out. So I guess if we're thinking chronological from when it came out, we'll start with you want to start with Miss Marvel. Uh, yeah, I guess we can start yeah. with Miss Marvel. I mean, it ended post. Thor Love and Thunder, yeah. but it was the first project to get started. So, yeah. so um, where do I start with that? Um, yeah, this was a this was an interesting show for me. Um, I guess leading up to it, I wasn't as hyped for it just because I just didn't know what to expect. And we had heard certain rumors about like um, uh, like powers being changed and stuff. So I was a little just like, oh, OK, we'll see. We'll see what happens here. But um, overall, I was very impressed with this show um i thought it did a lot of things really cool very well it was a lot of fun very visually dynamic we can get more into this i'm just kind of giving my overall thoughts um yeah very visually dynamic um the storytelling was great the actors are all amazing and it had much more implications for the future than i was expecting and and i guess i should have prefaced at the top two we are doing a We'll do a quick non-spoiler for each one of these and then get into spoilers. Um, but it had much more of an impact on the future than I thought it would. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it was interesting. I was excited for it. I haven't played, like, the Marvel's Avengers game, which, I mean, gets a bad rap. I mean, to be fair, it, it was a lot of, like, missed promises. But one thing they really nailed was the story of Kamala Khan. Uh-huh. So I was really looking forward to how they would interpret it. And yeah. the changing of the powers was a really risky thing mm-hmm. when I had first heard it announced I was like oh and there was rumored that because um, Mr. Fantastic would be introduced they didn't want to go with the inhuman power right, set she had right. which I was like oh, that's an odd reason to do it but okay Yeah. But so I, I was you know cautiously optimistic for the show Um, I think it did quite well I mean I think the issue is a lot of people expect groundbreaking level stuff right and because it was more focused toward a you know a coming of age story really is what it was yeah for kamala uh you mean a muslim girl from new jersey from jersey city it's a lot smaller stakes than you look at um let's say um end game or even moon knight to a certain extent it was really focused on the character of kamala rather than focusing on um let's like again not really big implications for the wider mcu until the end finale is when they really start putting in some bigger implications but the show doesn't carry the same gravitas yeah it's a lot um but i mean saying that i think it's a good change up for the mcu it is it's a really solid you know different direction we had seen a lot of darker stuff with moon knight and this was the more lighthearted. you know yeah blinding lights uh it's kind of like her theme kind of teenage stuff yeah Yeah. and then yeah just coming to age story a very like family oriented um kind of superhero 
Right. And yeah, and that was the thing that I was really impressed by is that it it did stuff very different from what we're used to, but it also felt like it belongs as a piece of the whole, you know, like that was that was one thing that I think was getting a bad rap which ironically with like something like uh, Eternals, you know, like it was, I will defend Eternals to the <laughs> but final. But it was like no. uh, with, with kind of being different, it felt a little more out of place. But with this, it feels different, but it also feels like it's part of it. And um, it just, I thought um, a lot of the stuff with like the different cults, like exploring her culture, I thought was very very it was done very well very uh tasteful um yeah i think it, it was just really well executed for what it was um i think it really does focus on different themes that we don't see as commonplace right in the mcu now right um i'm trying to think without spoilers yeah i mean i just thought it was a great show it definitely started a little bit weak in terms of uh-huh. it's like clear line direction but as the episodes continue the more clear the direction is for the character. Right. I the character kind of starts off a little like, okay, which, what are we supposed to see? How are we supposed to feel about the character? Right. But the more time we get with the character like Kamala, uh-huh. and I think that comes down to just the writing and Iman Vellani's acting as right. Kamala. Right, She She's amazing. And it's just kind of that, you know, awkward, we don't know this person, kind of like yeah. a stranger to us, and we better establish who they are. Right, and I think for me overall, overall I felt that the... The first third and the last third were my favorites, and it kind of dips a little bit in the middle third, like episodes three and four. But I think it's just because, like, we we kind of were just kind of getting the story going. But I think the the intro stuff, um, like setting the stage of what this show is like, is really great. And then the way it ends, we'll get more into this in the spoilers, but. The last two episodes, I think, are probably my favorite of the show. Yeah, they're um, easily the stronger ones. And which which is good. Like it's it's all about how you start and how you finish. So I yeah. think if you're gonna nail certain aspects, you would want to nail the start and the finish. And and that and that is totally not to say that those middle episodes aren't great. Like they, they they're really important. But I feel like just in terms of 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 being engaged with the show i was most engaged at the start and at the and at the end yeah it's very much a kenobi thing where it was kind of like the you know first time seeing him back and all that that was huge right you kind of fall right. off toward the middle not not to say that the episodes weren't great they were still yeah. great for the character great things to delve into right but it like the finale or the last few episodes are the real exactly like, they bring you back in right right exactly like, um but yeah, uh, so I guess that's pretty much all we can say without getting into spoilers. So, so um, spoiler time. So yeah, so if you haven't seen it, yeah, uh, check it out and come back. Come um, back. We'll still be here. Ain't right. Missing much. <laughs> yeah. no. You just hit that pause. Um, so I think um, the first thing I want to talk about as far as spoilers is the visuals. Okay. Um, I felt, and and this is what I mean about the start and the end. I don't know if you noticed, but in the, some of the middle episodes, like the text messages just become just kind of standard text messages. But in the first third, it has that very, very unique style right. of it, which I thought was just phenomenal. Like, like there's that one scene, I think it's the first episode where she's riding on her bike and there's this wide shot of the, of the wall. 
Oh yeah, and yeah, then yeah. All the stuff just starts animating, and all I was the, just like, "How cool is that?" And all like, the there's so many uh, different edits and transitions. The graffiti starts right, changing, right? And, all that. and there are so many like transitions and all this stuff that are just like that. Like the editing in the show alone is just so so good, and yeah, it really helped to differentiate the show and have it be its own thing. But that's what I meant is that also like with the story that feels like it fits, it it all just fits part of the the yeah. whole of the MCU but it's also very different. Yeah, a lot of it felt very organic, very much in that world, but in For in sure. kind of the mind of a teenager. She's, you know, I think about to graduate high school if I'm correct about her. And yeah. then uh, if I'm trying to remember correctly mm-hmm. um, but like so she's trying to figure out what she's going to do for college and all that right. she's talking to boys and stuff yeah, right. you know? Very and it's like stuff. oh we can definitely relate you yeah. know guys relating to a Muslim female but um, white people <laughs> but um, yeah. no but I mean but it's a relatable story of teenage right. you know, coming of age and kind of finding her place in the world a lot of the show is um, visually it's stunning um, yeah it really is Speaking of like the visuals, I mean the editing's incredible, right? Um, but visually, I think the first, yeah, the first few episodes and the last ones, especially with, and I'm gonna delve into the, the big stuff, the power set. Yeah, and it was it was so cool. Like I it was, think it was, it was interesting. I've got some thoughts. Yeah, I think I totally understand what the creators have said about wanting to differentiate it from like Reed Richards, which makes sense. You know, you're setting up a one of the most iconic parts of the Marvel universe being the fantastic four. So it makes sense that they would want to differentiate it, but you also want to stay true to the character, to the character, you know? So I think going to like, uh, the whole like bangle thing and that, but what I was really happy about is that they do stay very true to the powers. Like she does stretch and all that stuff is still all, it's still all, all, all there. It's just with a different skin on it and yeah. a different way it's um, inherited. And at first, like, and I'm still a little, no, nah, I wouldn't say I'm on the fence. I think at first I was just because, again, it was more stretchy powers and it was like she had the ability to basically transfigure her body right, and manipulate it. So I was like, I understood why, even if like they didn't have a good reason, it's kind of a hard thing to show in a show right? With, like, right. and to make it look believable and not goofy. So I right. get it. Um, I like the way they did it, that they still kind of keep to the inhuman abilities, and we'll get into the whole inhuman mm-hmm. stuff and interesting things later yeah. in a few minutes, but um, I'm glad they did it in a way where it's like, oh, she still has, like, latent abilities inside her. Right, but right. But the bangles bring out, like, more of her. Right, right. So, um, and visually, like, the, the I don't even know, I forgot, the hard light powers. Uh-huh. Or very uh, stunning and visually. Yeah, and see, and I think that's the that's the that's the thing too is that if you're gonna like manipulate, like the the body and stretch the body, that's hard CGI to do. Like we've seen how people are these, already these poor getting, Marvel VFX people, people right? overworked, man. <laughs> yeah, but even I mean, we see how much hate She Hulk is already getting with manipulating skin. Yeah, and I guess to be fair know? with that one. It, it's such a hard thing because it's supposed to be a humanoid and it's, it's the uncanny right. valley the argument. The, yeah. the difference there is that you can bring detail in a hu- in a male face with like scruff and all that stuff. But with – I guess with a, fem- with, a, with a female, unfortunately the norm is not that but to be everything very smooth and like with like yeah. makeup and everything. And so I think seeing that in another, in another color like in green – 
it makes it feel weird, but it actually is accurate. Yeah, in a way. Because yeah. that's just what the, it's the that, social it's norm is. It's that uncanny been. valley that we, we're right. so used to seeing them in comic books and all that, so we don't think about right. it. And then when we try to translate it to real life. And like personally, for me, what I've seen, the CGI doesn't bug, bug me at all. I think like, uh, the first few trailers, the a little first, bit. The first trailer, it was a little weird, but you can already tell, like, if you watch the first trailer on Disney Plus rather than on YouTube, it looks better. Yeah, and I think by the time it releases, it will be at like the Definitely. best they can like, make even it. Even the second trailer looked much better. Yeah. I haven't kept up too much in terms of like I've seen the trailers, but I'm not really focused on the CGI because right, I, and like, that's like the smallest part of for like, me. Abomination looks great. Right, like, I'm focused and as long on the as big. The story works. I can see yeah. past, and as long as like the big characters that are going to be the main focus. Right. I mean, Mark Ruffalo looks okay. Yeah, he. Yeah, they all look. Yeah. So as we go on a tangent about right, She-Hulk, right? But but, but I'm, I'm I'm all saying that to say that I think it was very also very smart yeah. in this Marvel to have it be this like purple light so that the visuals just immediately work better because like oh that's not real uh, like you know uh, I gotta say probably my favorite episodes are five and six five and six for sure uh, five we get the, the whole flashback. back flashback about it's a little confusing with the timeline yeah yeah but um the what's your name uh, um oh her mom or grandma uh, great grandma jeez Aisha something with Aisha that yep yep yeah yeah that that episode was really great and really kind of like touches the heart about yeah kind of family what it means to be family and it really brings uh so throughout the show just a real quick thing yeah. a lot of it is kamala's not really fitting in with her culture norms right, or right. her family so a lot of it is delving into learning about her past and getting her parents to kind of accept this new right like passage of time in a way exactly yeah and i yeah i i found that episode to be very very touching very cool and, and then the the finale oh, also was my. just that really great um, um like, the, we got the embiggen moment, which right, was right. Yeah, that was so cool. And it actually looked well. Like you it know, looked really good. It, it looked, looked really good. good. Like it, and and yeah, and I think it would have there would have been much it would have been much different if this powers were true to how it is. Right. So I'm really glad we got this very cool way to see it. And then and then the big thing in the episode at the end is um we realize she's not an inhuman but she's a mutant. Which is like just it's mind blowing. Changing it changes that, the game. Yeah, like, and um, there are worries that I have. I'm, I mean, I'm definitely excited for the implication yeah, that she's the right, first mutant right. that we've seen besides Namor coming up. Yeah, but I'm hoping that this isn't a sign of Inhuman erasure, like that they yeah. want nothing to do with the Inhumans. Right. Even though, uh, spoilers for Multiverse of Madness. Right. Um, Black Bolt, the King of the Inhumans, does appear. Right. So I'm hoping that maybe she's like, you know, part mutant, part inhuman. Yeah, that'd be cool. Kind of a way to tie her in with Black Bolt. I I think for this character, it's cool to be a mutant because actually, I don't know if I've probably told you this. Yeah. But the original intention in the comic was for her to be a mutant. Yeah. She was originally written to be a mutant. So I think that's why they changed it to go like with the original plans because then they wanted to change it to an inhuman. And so I think that's kind of cool how they're now going down the mutant route, and then we could totally see her as like a member of the X Men or yeah. something like that. So I think I think a cool way they could do it is maybe explain like the noir dimension is right. maybe the Inhumans or like the more Inhuman side of it, while the biological component is mutant. Yeah. So like her family comes from like maybe a line of Inhuman from um, the Moon, you know, from Black Bolts. Exactly. Yeah. You know, team. 
Yeah. And then the mutant being the the the, the X gene that we know. Right. So. Right. Ex- right. Exactly. Um. But it, I mean. Honestly, they they executed the finale very well. Yeah, uh, it's one all, of the stronger yeah. finales. All the stuff with Cameron was pretty interesting. Right. Um, Bruno and his kind of like trying he to find his really place cool as well. Character, yeah. Um, all the actors did great. I think really yeah, solid. All of them. Like you know, first season. Yeah. Really exploring a lot of the visuals, calling back to the comics with her right. sitting on the light post. And, yeah. And uh, her name, Little Miss Marvel. Yeah, I thought that was such a great, great scene with her dad. Which the dad is one of my favorite char- char- characters yeah. in the show. Um, they got a lot of lines from the the comics, you know. Yeah, like I just the way she's named. I'm glad it wasn't just oh she's a fan of Captain Marvel, which is what it is at the at the start. But then they really wrap it into the culture yeah. of Kamal meaning perfect. Um, and it's just, I just, yeah. I love that so much. And then, you know, at the end we did get a cameo of Captain Marvel, which was really cool. And um, honestly, the suit looks a lot better. The, the, suit, suit. the suit looks, the suit looks great. And, um, I'm really excited to see how this ties into the Marvels. Cause I heard that the, the director of the Marvels directed that post credit. Yeah. That f- scene was filmed on the Marvel set on the Marvel set. Right. Um, so, so, so yeah, so I was expecting a cameo. And so it was cool to actually get one, but I was gonna—I was expecting her to maybe interact with Kamala. Yeah. But it's cool that like they like they switch. So I wonder if she has like yeah. rumor, if she found rumor the other bangle. She has the other half. Yeah. So that 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 that's gonna be really interesting. And what would be cool is maybe like the other half in. like adds more power to Kamala. Like right, what if Kamala right. gets the second one, and that's where she lines with the Inhuman. Or if they can or, work together with yeah. something like where like the powers mesh or something. I don't People know. People are saying though, could... those might be the the Nega bands. Yeah. Which would be um, Quasar's weapons. In yeah. the comics. Oh wow! Okay. So it'd be interesting to get maybe an introduction of Quasar. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, I know he's also in some ways considered mutant, so mm-hmm. it could tie in with Kamala's yeah stuff. Totally. Um, definitely great episode. I mean, I think three is kind of an underrated one, just because mm-hmm. that's the one where we have the oh my god, what's his name? Ugh, I don't want to get like culture mixed up, yeah. but the kind of like the. The equivalent of a priest, I like the rabbi. Yeah, I don't remember his um, name. I forgot his name at the mosque, but he he um when he turns away the DOD. DOD that's oh that was cool seeing the DOD yeah. scene from No Way Home. Right. But um no, well that was a good scene. I do like kind of way they show the culture and like people have and there's been stuff where I can see mm-hmm. where people are worried about um cultural representation. Yeah. But um I think three's underrated because he gets that really cool scene with Kamala when she walks out of her house. Right. And he, he does the famous line from the comics, uh, good isn't a thing you are. It's a thing you do. Yeah, that's that's a great line. Yeah. And I uh, overall, I think the show was great. It was phenomenal. It was very yeah. different. And I can understand why some fans may be turned away from it. Yeah. Just because it's very, you know, and in, in a way, it, it seemed childish at first, but honestly, it's pretty heartwarming. It is. It's more of a wholesome story compared right. to something like Moon Knight or um, Endgame, Eternals. It's right. very much focused on the coming of age, as it's I said earlier. It's very character based, yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, so that's pretty much our thoughts on Miss Miss Marvel. Let's move on to now the movie of the summer, which was uh, Thor Love and Thunder. Oh, the, the, the controversial one. Everyone <laughs> yeah. is, anyone I and talk see, to. see, this is the thing. So I've, I may have said, no, I didn't. That was on a scrapped episode. But um, I'm not a f- the biggest fan of Ragnarok. I don't know. It just, it feels like it's too many jokes for not enough serious moments like it it at like I don't know what's the word but it like 
it it plays on itself in a way that's like it just doesn't I don't know it's just it's never meshed with me but I feel like this time around with Taika's style and I love Taika Waititi as a director he's great like what like what we do in the shadows is phenomenal um, Jojo Rabbit Jojo Rabbit is amazing so I love his style but what he does here for one the jokes are more downplayed like there's not as much but it's because we have a very serious side plot with Jane Foster and again this is our non-spoiler so we know we know she's in the movie um but her story is very serious and I think it helped to balance because there are humorous moments of course like because it's Taika and his version of Thor is very humorous um I think my main problem with Ragnarok was that it seemed like some of the jokes like they tried too hard they didn't seem like they were genuine humor in the moment right it didn't feel earned right right and And, i mean a part of it could be we're okay with love and thunder because we had ragnarok so we can kind of understand no but i honestly i feel like the jokes worked better yes i think there was more it it was it was more like well thought out right there were more clever more clever jokes in this one. yeah i think so um like i we're definitely we're we both more are on the positive side than most people are and it's it it's been really weird seeing this like really negative it like everybody was praising Taika as like this like he saved Thor yeah and then he does the exact same thing but better and and then gets way more shit for it yeah and it's like I feel like because honestly I think Ragnarok is what started or perpetuated the whole oh the MCU is just all comedy and so then the same thing happens and then they use that um basis of an argument against the same director that started that so it's like it's it's a weird like turn that people have almost had on taika of like oh he now he ruins thor when one movie later previous he saved thor yeah it's and it's 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 really biz- it's really bizarre seeing the way it shifted yeah, with this movie i i think it's very hard to determine where um that kind of dichotomy where the whole argument of oh marvel's all comedy right i think a uh, part of it came a little bit earlier in civil war because of the nature of the Civil War seriousness in the comics and all that. Yeah. Played on the jokes of, you know. I mean, eventually they do take a darker turn toward the yeah. end of the film. I thought Civil War was... That's one of my favorite MCU movies because it is it is one of the first... One, one of my favorite serious movies because it, it's it's in the same like I mean, Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier, best best yeah, Marvel film, yeah. saying it here. Um, but, um, yeah, in terms of Thor, Love, and Thunder, um, I mean, I enjoyed it. And I don't yeah, know if maybe I just resonated more with the story of Jane Foster. But and it's because it's more emotion, so it gets you to connect with it. You like, know? Thor Ragnarok was cool, and it was very much the coming of, you know, what does it mean to be Thor? Right, right. And, like, that's not bad at all. I mean, and I I think the last 30 minutes of Ragnarok are insanely great. Yeah. With him gaining his power and right. fully embracing Thor. But, um, yeah, I, I guess Thor Love and Thunder is just fully, like... It's good to see Jane back. Right, right. It ties right. It honestly, the way I've been describing it is that Ragnarok feels like a Thor two point five. Yeah, because it doesn't re- like Jane is one of the most important parts of the Thor franchise. That's the first Thor. And so yeah. this really feels like a focus. proper Thor three. Yeah, and like Ragnarok feels like a almost a spin off. Yeah, of like this is what he did at this time, because it feels like again kind of catching up. Like why wasn't he in Civil War and all yeah. this stuff? Because you see him with Hulk and everything. Yeah, but I mean, I guess it's explained 
um, in Age of Ultron a bit. Yeah, that he's right. he's kind of figure, trying to figure out what the stones are. Right, right. But um, no, I I don't know. I think there's something mostly with the jokes. I just think they were more clever. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I think this one you has more fun with the the soundtrack. Yeah, because Ragnarok though immigrant song, that scene is like the best scene That's Thor's great. ever yeah. had. That and his arrival in Infinity War. Yeah. But... There's a scene in this movie that we'll get into that I think is peak Thor. There are scenes that just fit what it is to be this version of Thor. After, yeah. you know, finding peace and right. finding a new family, kind of. Yeah, and the vi- the I felt the villain, oh, Gore but, the God Butcher, worked very let's well. Let's get into this. <laughs> uh, and I guess that'll be a good segue into the spoilers. So, again, if you haven't seen the movie, um, turn away now. Yeah. but Turn um, away. Run. <laughs> run while you still can. Right. Um... But yeah, Gore in this movie, like people have complaints about him, like not he's he's Gore the kidnapper, much. not Gore the god butcher. <laughs> uh, but I felt seeing it in the beginning set it up really well, like when he's with that one god. Uh, yeah, I forgot which I god it name. was, but he, he's all praising the god. He's like, "Save my daughter!" Right. I actually did a pretty good Christian. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, but um, I fe- I felt that set the stakes enough, and it's almost it's kind of cool that they don't show it because it's like. Yeah. The mystery of the and, unseen, and I kind guess of thing. it's cool because then we get the whole thing with the guardians, and right? You get the like thousand notifications. Yeah, right. It's like you someone see, like, didn't check their phone at once. Yeah, but yeah, but like you see that like this dude took out like thousands of gods. Yeah, that we haven't even seen. Right, and um, and as far as we can tell, he did it in a pretty quick time. Yeah, yeah, he took yeah. out a bunch of gods. Um, yeah, and I mean, really cool. I think a lot of it's Christian Bale's performance. Yeah. A lot of it reminds what me. What can't he do? It reminds me of American Psycho. He's yeah. very much delving into that. Well, there's, there's a watermark on the card. Like, right. He's yeah. really kind of embracing the, the darker, twisted side of gore. Yeah. It was, it was really, really cool. And I think one of the best scenes, definitely in phase four, but probably the MCU I think is the the monochrome the the monochrome battle on that like moon or whatever I just think that was just it was so 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 cool and I like how the light the lightning is still colored but everything else is black and white and I think that was just such a cool way to play with that of like it's like this place is just void of any vibrancy and it's just all dull and I mean the supporting cast as well, and all this. I mean Jane Foster being like the other this main is lead, the best she's been. Yeah, in it's the, the best she's been. She's the mighty Thor. Yeah, now. yeah, and that's that that storyline I think was really cool to adapt. The kind of like, and I'm glad that they fully adapted it. They, they didn't try to downplay it, right? Yeah. Like they went to the whole cancer thing of like she she's on chemo she's and on every stage time she four, she didn't catch it right, quick enough, right? And every time she uses the hammer, it sucks all that chemo out of her. And, and it, it kind of furthers her, yeah. her cancer. And it's like a parallel to Gore's necro sword is killing him. Right, exactly. And it's just it's so it like yeah, I just thought it, it was, was w- really well done. And then adapted it really clever. Um, te- like, that's the thing. It's just it's a clever movie. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, Tessa Thompson's great as she's Valkyrie. Great, yeah. Uh, Taika as Korg. I mean, Korg is just such a great uh, movie. Sam Neill. Uh, Dwayne at the end. Yeah, Dwayne. <laughs> yeah, hey, Dwayne. Yeah. Dwayne the Rock. Yeah, yeah. and then having Sam Neill, Melissa McCarthy, and uh, Matt uh, Damon, and I think it's Luke Hemsworth, is yeah. the Hemsworth yeah. that's in the, um, in the fake Thor costume. Yeah, yeah, that was so so good. <laughs> cool to see them back from Ragnarok as like a joke. Yeah, um, so funny. Let's see. There was one scene I wanted to talk about. Well, there's the good scene where they have the talk about feeling shitty right and the whole star lord speech 
and all that. And it's uh, it's played for kind of a joke at the beginning, but the way Thor explains right. it to Jane is actually really heartwarming. Yeah, it's it's really about you know they dated and then they broke up, and they've been having this longing to be with each other. Right, right. But they've never been and able to really Thor fulfill stuff it. Stuff that brings them. But it's together. finally Thor. Right. And Thor finally has the courage to say how he feels. Right, right. And he's and after how they the parallel, trauma. They parallel the the dy- the dynamics of them with the hammers. Like, yeah. Uh, the jealousy of Stormbreaker. The jealousy is like yeah. He's like you're oh, uh, nobody. Like you're the yeah, you're, you're you're always you're the, you're, you're the, you're the one. one now. You have your first beer. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, actually, in that scene, I was talking with my brother and you about it. Uh, it would have been funny if, because he was the one driving, if he had the beer. Stormbreaker kind of like, tilts a bit. kind of tilts. So falls off the Bifrost yeah, a bit. He's getting a little tipsy. <laughs> um, um, and I think, um, just to get into implications, I mean, the final fight's amazing with Gore. Yeah. And honestly, the arc with his daughter is very touching as well with yeah. Gore. Yeah, that was that was great. Um, they, they go to the Well of Eternity when mm-hmm. we see... Statues of the Living Tribunal, right, the Watcher, right. which we know the Watcher's in What If, right? With um, oh my God, what's his name? Uh, Commissioner Gordon. It's gonna, I'm gonna hate myself if I can't remember his name. Uh, Jeffrey Wright. Jeffrey Wright. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. he kills it as Uatu. Yeah. And then again, Living Tribunal, Eternity themselves, yeah, who's we see a, extremely a, comic a, accurate. Yeah, Celest, a Celestial. Yeah, and statue. The implications for the next Thor, whatever they focus on. Right. Uh, they had Zeus earlier in the film, which is yeah. Russell Crowe. Which yeah, he, that was really cool. Um, a part of me felt like he was played for jokes at certain moments. Yeah, but... but I get it. it he's just, cocky. It, he's, uh, but again, it didn't rub me the wrong way as much as his little, Ragnarok little did. Too, too, yeah, yeah. It, it, was, it was funny to watch um, Russell Crowe kind of have fun with the role. He did a Greek accent and everything. Right, right. Um, but the end credit scenes for both. Both end credit were scenes were great. Yeah, they were phenomenal. The first one, they finally did it. Marvel did it. They're bringing Hercules, yeah. Thor's biggest rival in comics, and one of the bigger characters in the Marvel comics is Hercules. Right, right. He's, um, he's involved in the Civil War storyline originally. So, uh, I mean, finally. <laughs> we're yeah, gonna that see, was really cool. And it seems like they're teasing because of Thor's apparent murder. Right, of Zeus, right. that it's going to be a war of the gods. Yeah. So That'd, probably really cool. the Ladep War of the Realms? It could, yeah. It's weird because Malekith is the main focus, but yeah. um, this time maybe they'll make it Zeus is trying to right. kind of prove how powerful the gods are. Totally, and yeah. Because he mentions, you know, all these people look to the skies for heroes. Yeah. No, they don't pray to the gods no more. Right. And I love the second, the second end credit scene with Valhalla yeah. seeing Jane there and then we get Idris Elba back as Heimdall as Heimdall and he's in the he's the in Valhalla afterlife. he made it yeah um, and it's cool because I think earlier in the movie we get introduced to Axel who's right. Heimdall's son yeah <laughs> now I get the memes of the floating head <laughs> there the CGI I'll admit it was kind of funny but it, but it wasn't bad it, was it wasn't just bad. the effect it, it just looked like, funny when it appeared yeah I don't know and I just then, I feel yeah um, it's just funny to see it, but it was yeah. so cool to be like, "Oh, this is Heimdall's son." And right. he yeah, there's a point thought, where he wields really cool. Stormbreaker to yeah. open the Bifrost. So yeah, that's yeah. it for Thor. I mean, I you know it's controversial. You know, I can see why people not like it as much. Yeah, but I personally thought it was I personally great. thought it was great. One of my favorites of Phase Four for sure. And the final thing we yeah. got to catch up on. Yeah, this one, this one, this one will be quick. Uh, yeah. There's not really anything to spoil, but. We wanted to t- acknowledge the the I am group, um, little 
little shorts, like the little five minute shorts. Uh, How much money do you think Vin Diesel made off? This? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he I did, mean, he, he did five yeah, shorts. Did five shorts. Said I am Groot in every episode in this. Yeah, right. Eight. Um, I thought it was really. I wasn't okay. expecting anything. I was like, oh, these. This will be like. Eh. I'm, I'm kidding. But, I, I love Vin Diesel. His, but, his um, joke is joke. These were very, very great. I loved them honestly. Like. They were very clever. They reminded me of the classic like Pixar shorts. Like yeah. I felt they were very, they weren't just dumb. They were they were really cleverly written. Yeah, I'm in the camp more of uh, were they necessary? No, but but uh, there's no but harm I in putting them. them. Yeah, there was yeah. no harm in putting them out. Like there. I don't mind having little things. Not everything has to be groundbreaking or setting something up. Like we can just enjoy. Yeah, enjoy the stuff. You it was know? cool, very wholesome yeah. kind of. It was just wholesome, yeah. Yeah, uh, kind of following, and it if it is canon, we there's debate. Which they put it, it is, in the timeline order on Disney Plus, so I don't know. And it's like it's clearly it's meant to take place at a certain time, right? With right. the version of Groot we see, right? So it's kind of like, is it canon or not? And it's like it's, it doesn't really matter either way. They put the one where he's in the pot after Guardians one, and then all the rest after Guardians two. Yeah, so and. It's, it's it kind of be or couldn't be like there are certain episodes that I would want to be canon, but like, but so. but then again, they're so like harmless that yeah. either way, it doesn't matter if they're canon or not because it doesn't affect anything. If there was one episode that should be canon, I guess it's the first one because it makes sense, right? Uh, like the first one, the and fifth the one, Magnum Opus, Magnum Opus, um, which we got a cameo from Greatest Rocket one. in there, um. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's uh, that's really all we can. Let's say spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Uh, Rocket appears yeah, in Magnum Opus. Yeah, I mean that's what can I say? Kind of it's, they're all five minutes, so can't really spoil <laughs> right, much. Right, and there's not really much. Like the titles of the episodes basically spoil what the episode's gonna be about. Exactly right. Um, and honestly, they're like three minutes. It says five minutes, but there's two minutes of credits. It's like two minutes of credits, so, so it's three yeah. minute shorts. If you haven't seen them, go watch them. Go I mean, watch if them. You wanna, yeah, if you want just some lighthearted humor, if, if you, know. you have time, you want like a lighthearted yeah. thing. You have I watched them all in one sitting in yeah. like twenty minutes. <laughs> I watched this late at like one in the morning yesterday. Right. <laughs> but um, if you're having like a rough day or something, you need a little pick me up. Yeah. A little little three minute short about group. Yeah, they're great. Um, but a but, little addition. Nobody really asked for it, but it's also something that there's no problem putting him on there. Exactly, it's just a cool little thing if you got nothing else to do. Kind of, I guess it was kind of timed perfectly to hold us over till She Hulk. Right, exactly. So. Yeah, it was great. Um, um, yeah, that's but I a, guess that'll kind of do it. That's our catch up recap, um, and we will have one for She Hulk uh, when when that finishes in uh, October. Yeah, or whenever. Whenever um, that finishes. So, so yeah, um, thank you guys so much for listening to this little Marvel catch up. Uh, check us out on Instagram at Pop Culture Pod Zero One, um, and look forward to more episodes. Thanks so much for listening.